1: It's the one-year anniversary of the last election. Are you ready for another one? The governing liberals certainly seem to be. There's a confidence vote this afternoon, and for the first time ever, the government could fall over, get this, the establishment of a committee a committee that would probe more details on the weed charity scandal. Now, the Conservatives have made it clear they really don't want to trigger a vote over this. They do want more details. They want to keep this thing alive for sure. The bloc is set to vote with the Conservatives. So now the NDP seems to be holding all the cards the question is, what are they going to do? Are they going to support the liberals? Are they going to abstain? Will it end up being the Green Party that decides this? Um, so overriding all of this is the question of whether the minority liberals just figure that they will do better with an election now than if they wait, they might even come back with a majority. Or is there are a lot more than we know about the weed charity scandal that the Prime Minister is trying to hide. So Canadians usually punish politicians that spark unnecessary elections, but that doesn't seem to be holding water now as we've seen in two provincial elections. So what do you think? And if there is an election, uh, who are you going to blame for it? 416 toll-free 866 And joining me now, Bob Richardson, who is a senior counsel to national public relations and a liberal strategist, and Jason Leader, a conservative strategist and president at Enterprise. Hi, thanks for joining me. Hi, Libby.
2: Hi, Libby. Thanks for having us.
1: Okay, let's start with uh, Jason. Uh, what do you make of all this? I get the
2: first word. Uh, wow. I mean, I it just, I think most Canadians woke up this morning, you know, took their kids to school and said, what? Like, what What are you talking about? There might be an election. Didn't we just have one of those? Like, you know, I thought Trudeau just scraped through, you know? I, so I got to tell you, I think most Canadians, listen, this might pass today. I think it's probably going to, but it's pretty clear Mr. Trudeau is run right out of patience with a minority sort of shackles on him and a, in a uh, in a in a minority parliament, he's decided that he can live with either results, and I think he he thinks he can win, which truthfully I think is probably true uh, as a strategic move, but I got to tell you it's it's just so disingenuous and 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 what a cover up, right? I mean, the lengths that you'll go to to not allow a committee to be set up to organize itself to look into the We Charity scandal even further. I mean, you're going to call an election for goodness' sake, so. And the other thing that I want to say, and I'll be interested to hear what Bob has to say about this, but even if people are trying to avoid an election in the in the in the um, in the vote here today, there should still be one. I mean, the Trudeau Liberals could not send all their people to vote against the motion. We could have technical difficulties. They're voting by Zoom, for goodness' sakes. There's no real no. There's no real easy way to abstain. Who knows what the two independent uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould could hold the, the balance of power. The Green Party is probably going to vote with the Liberals. We don't really
3: know what's going to happen today. And anybody that tells you that they do, I think is lying to you.
1: Bob, do you know what's going to happen today? I
3: do not think we're going to have an election, but uh, I, I'm with Jason. I wouldn't 100% bet on that. I think the, I think the NDP at worst will abstain uh, if that happens. Um, it looks from the... Uh, comments that the new leader of the Greens has made that the Greens will vote with the government. Uh, and I presume the one independent, uh, former Liberal member will vote with the government. I presume Judy Wilson raybould will vote against the government. Uh, and that would be enough for a narrow win for the Liberals, 158 to 154, or something like that. So I think they can, uh, they survive. But that, that means that the NDP, um uh, uh, are, uh, you know, that's if the NDP, um, uh, don't vote. If, if the NDP votes against the government, then it's uh, uh, then it's uh, game over and we're off uh, to the polls. Look, this whole thing, I have a different take on it, surprisingly, than Jason does. Uh, this is a political tantrum. Um, uh, elements of the Conservative Party, not the whole Conservative Party, still cannot believe that uh justin trudeau beat them not once but in two elections and we're in six uh year six of a liberal government uh particularly mr Polyev. and uh this is not about a committee there's lots of oversight there's the ethics commissioner. There's an auditor general. The government has offered to put together a responsible new House committee. Um, there's lots of opportunity for oversight on this issue, issue. And by the way, there already has been a fair amount, including the par- prime minister attending. This is a political tantrum uh, by Mr. Polyev, who wants to uh, derail the government. Uh, Stephen Harper wouldn't put up with this nonsense. Brian Mulroney wouldn't put up with this nonsense. Jean Chrétien would be over at Rideau Hall five days ago uh, and wouldn't put up with this nonsense either. So uh, that's what we're seeing here today. And, uh, you know, if we go to the polls, we go to the polls, we'll see what uh, 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 what our chances are. But this was a massive conservative overreach with rhetoric that was completely inappropriate. And the government was right doing what they're doing.
1: Bob, uh Isn't this just a question of a calculation that if they go now, if the Liberals go now, they'll do better than if they wait? Well, I
3: think the uh, Liberals would actually genuinely prefer not to go now. It's always better to have the keys to the car than not have the keys to the car. Uh, So I think they would uh, prefer to stay in for, for at least two years or two, two and a half years which is the normal lifespan for a minority government, there is no reason to be going to the polls. But at the same time, there does come a point where you cannot uh, let be pushed around and intimidated uh, by political thuggery. And that's exactly what this is, and they shouldn't allow it. And uh, I I completely agree with the government on this one.
1: Uh, Jason, I bet that you agree that it is a, a tantrum, but probably disagree with who is throwing it.
2: And Bob, uh, the bigger the lie, the more they're like, the like, listen, Bob, I love you. I love you. But I mean, come on. The liberals want an election. They think they could win one. That's the reason why they're thinking about calling one. You and I both know they were thinking about calling one sort of six, eight weeks ago. Then the second wave started and they realized they probably couldn't get away with it. Um, they were thinking about engineering their defeat a while ago. They And then all of a sudden this opportunity popped up. That's the truth, Libby. I mean, it's a, whether Bob or I think that's right or wrong, it just, it, it just is. That's, that's what was happening up in Ottawa over the last number of weeks. And the liberals cooled their jets and now they got an opportunity. And I think they're okay with either, with either scenario. there, there is a tantrum going on. It's the PM. He's shown he's been a hothead over the years. And I think Bob's exactly right, by the way. I think Harper and Cretien. Would have done the exact same thing that Trudeau is doing, which is march over to the Governor General, or hopefully march over to the Governor General in his mind. I thought he's not speaking to her. Uh, you know, <laughs> and and that's okay. It's I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that it's bad strategy. In fact, I think it's quite good strategy because I think right now elections are favor governing parties. They just they've got the they've got the sort of it. Nobody changes governments in wartime. They change in peacetime, and I think that that's the way that. Mr. Trudeau is thinking about this. Is uh, just like what's happening in BC right now. Just like what happened in New Brunswick a little while ago, he knows he's probably better to go now than in a couple of years. It's when it's when uh, when, it, when they're thinking about it. So, listen, I, I disagree with Bob's analysis, but I think that we agree on the strategic side, which is Mr. Trudeau's made the calculation that he can live with either outcome, and I think he hopes that there's a you know everybody's all the Zoom break of all his Liberal MPs, twenty of them don't show up, and he gets an election. I think that's what he hopes today.
1: Uh, Do you agree with the Conservatives, Jason? They're saying, uh, you know, they asked for these documents, most of them arrived redacted. The nonpartisan clerk said they were already redacted when he had a look at them. Do you believe that there is a lot more to discover about the weed charity scandal and the prime minister is trying to hide something terrible?
2: I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a, a straightforward, honest answer on this that I think, um, matches what it, what is, what is actually true. Number one, there is not a lot more to be learned. Number two, they are very interested in covering up whatever it is. They don't, they don't want to talk about this anymore. So, um, and I've been on the record on this from the very start. Like if you, if you think of all the, all the Mr., the scandals that Mr. Trudeau has been, been in with you know, the Essex Island, you know, going to the billionaire's island on one hand, which was relatively minor, but you know, still serious to the snc Lavalin scandal, which I believe was very, very serious. He probably should have, I think he probably should have resigned. This one is not nearly as serious as something like that. This is, this is not his own personal conduct for the most part. This is not the personal conduct of his office. I think it's a very significant thing that happened, but I don't think it's a, a sort of a resignable, fireable offense. That said, He's doing everything he can to cover it
1: up. This afternoon, there's going to be a confidence vote. It's a confidence vote for the first time ever over the creation of a committee. Uh, each side, the Conservatives and the Liberals, accusing each other of having a political tantrum, uh, other people are trying to get them to stand down. Apparently, the NDP is in negotiations. The new leader of the Green Party has uh, basically said, everybody take a chill pill. What do you think? Uh, and please be patient if you're calling. I will get to your calls. Uh, what do you think? Uh, whose fault is it if we go to the polls? Will you be ticked off? If we have to go to the polls, uh, you know, some of the political calculus is that we've had two provincial elections where, uh, the, uh, governor, well, one of them hasn't happened yet. Uh, the, they're they're going to come back with a majority, most likely. So, um, is it just a, a political calculation that this is a good time to go to the polls for the minority government? The numbers four one six three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. I'm talking to Bob Richardson and Jason Leader. And Jason, do you think that the new conservative leader Aaron O'Toole was surprised that Trudeau uh, is making this into a confidence issue.
2: I think, I think a little bit, yeah. I think, uh, I think a little bit. I think it's, it's it, you know, every once in a while you do get surprised by, you know, you think you're operating in a vacuum. And this isn't a criticism of Mr. O'Toole. I think he's done exactly the right thing. And I think once he realized how Mr. Trudeau was going to play it, he came out yesterday and said, I'm explicitly adding that this is not a confidence motion. I don't want an election, which I think was a good move. that'll get lost in the shuffle. But yeah, every once in a while, your opponent surprises you, right? Everybody sort of falls asleep thinking that the, the, uh, you know, the calculus isn't going to change or that the chessboard looks just as you look at, you see it. And what Mr. Trudeau did, is he came up, he threw the chessboard, you know, turned it over and, uh, and said, okay, let's, let's dance. And so, I think everybody was a little bit, a bit surprised. Um, I think even some of Mr. Trudeau's OMPs are probably a little bit surprised. Some of those that don't have their pensions yet are probably not, not very yeah. happy with the surprise that they've got. But, you know, here we are.
1: Here we are. And, and Bob, do you think it makes uh, Aaron O'Toole look like uh, he's not that sharp because he's now backing off of what he originally said? He's saying, we'll change the name of the committee. Uh, it, it, we don't want an election over this. Do you think he just looks indecisive?
3: Uh, I was hoping a little bit more uh, from Mr. O'Toole on this, who I actually think has done a pretty good job as the Conservative leader so far, to, to be frank and honest uh But uh, it strikes me that um, this is a huge overreach by the conservatives. He realizes it's a huge overreach. Uh, the rhetoric they used and what they wanted out of the committee their their uh specific asks that they wanted out of the committee, some of which were outrageous uh the type of stuff that no government uh, uh would uh would uh would allow to go forward so uh, you know i think he's trying to yank that back so he doesn't look um like he uh, provoked an election but unfortunately it's there it's on paper and as i uh, this is what happens when you let people like pierre who who's done nothing in his life but play games and politics on on parliament hill drive an agenda. Uh, That's what happens when you you do that. And I think it's a wake-up call to him that he needs to probably rein in some of the elements of his party, uh, because I think actually he's doing a pretty good job as leader, and this sort of sideshow stuff is not helpful to him.
1: Okay, uh, let's take a call from Tim in Brampton. Hi, Tim.
2: Hello, how are you?
1: Fine, how are you?
2: Not bad. I voted for Trudeau the last twice.
3: I will vote against him this time, but not for the we thing, but because he shut down our pandemic tracking system and made our COVID
2: virus situation worse. And that's far more damaging than
3: anything with regards to we. Thank you.
1: Okay. Uh, Tim, uh, just one more question. Are you annoyed that uh, there might be a snap election? Hmm. Tim might already be gone. He had one thing to say. He's annoyed with Trudeau, but possibly not because of this. Uh, And Bob, um, do you think that it's Trudeau who will wear the, I'm putting in quotes, blame for for a snap election or the Conservatives?
3: That remains to be seen. Uh, You know, there'll be a certain element uh, who will blame him. There'll be certain elements who will blame the Conservatives. Usually what happens is that's a bit of a parlor game uh, that'll go on for three or four days, and then the election will be about the election and who's best to govern the country, who's best to deal with COVID, who's best to deal with the economy, who's in my best economic interest.
1: Yeah, I've, I've got to tell you, one of the things that worries me about this, and I wonder if things have improved now, I, I did an interview with Elections Canada the last time this came up, probably close to a month ago now, and uh, I don't know that we are ready. I mean, last time there were only 50,000 mail-in ballots. I don't know if the postal system is ready for many, many, many more um, Usually, our polls, the the in person polls, are are manned by older people. I don't know if we're going to be able to get older people to do it in the midst of a pandemic. I mean, is is that a concern at all, Jason?
2: A little. I will say, we've had an election in New Brunswick. Given, granted, they hardly had any cases of COVID. Uh, British Columbia, which I was in British Columbia a couple of weeks ago, and I will say, I was shocked at how sort of less they fair they were on the COVID side, given. The low, the relatively low caseload. I was actually shocked at where they were. We've got, we're in a situation, Libby, where if we had an election tomorrow, all of the major party leaders wouldn't be able to go to New Brunswick, PEI, Nova Scotia, or Newfoundland. I mean, it's, you talk about unprecedented. It's weird. So listen, elections Canada would figure it out. They really would. Um, you know, they'd have a couple of weeks. But it would be a massive scramble. It would be uh, not pretty. You've seen the, the, the what's happened in the U.S. with some of the integrity of the system being called into question. I don't think that's smart to talk about here in long term. I think Elections Canada would figure it out. We'd have an election with integrity, but it would be a weird one, right? It just imagine no tour, essentially, right? You're used to seeing big rallies. Mr. Trudeau, one of the best things about his, his style of campaigning is going you know to a small room with a thousand people hanging from the rafters and juicing them up. He wouldn't be able to do that. That advantage is gone for him. In this kind of a scenario, uh, you know, Mr. O'Toole trying to get to know Canada or Canadians to get to know him, not being able to do sort of the the, the grandstanding, the 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 handshaking, the the mainstreaming, all of that kind of stuff. What a weird election! And then no campaigning, and essentially in Eastern Canada from anybody from Central Canada. What a weird election that would be.
1: Mhm. And uh I mean Canadians don't really know Aaron O'Toole Bob and and when you look at the numbers for who would make the best leaders I mean Justin Trudeau comes out way ahead do you think he can just rely on that and coast?
3: No, I mean I think uh, you never know what happens during the election and I think uh I think uh, Mr. O'Toole is a better leader than their previous leader Andrew Scheer so you know elections um can surprise you from time to time. I agree with uh, Jason's uh, analysis, though it would be a very weird election. I think, uh, I too think that uh, Elections Canada would be able to do a good job if it, if it had to happen. But uh, you're right too that it, it um, one of Mr. Trudeau's advantages is his ability on the stump. On the last day of the last election, he did 14 events in four provinces. Uh, I believe Mr. Shear did three, maybe four, uh, and he had huge crowds at each one of them, and it certainly energized his vote, particularly here in Ontario and in British Columbia. Um, that's an advantage that he has, and that's not an advantage you want to give up uh, during an election.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, would it be uh, an election campaign that's mostly conducted over Zoom? <laughs>
2: what a weird, what a weird thought. You know, Mr. O'Toole had to connect or um, conduct his entire leadership campaign over Zoom. I spoke to him about it a few weeks ago, and uh, he was actually surprised at how many people, this is a party, right? You're talking about a party of 250 people, not a nation of 35, 37 million people. But, you know, he said he was surprised at how many people he connected with. He felt like he connected people over Zoom and teams, whatever, this time than the last time. Sheer, but campaign.
1: And we're 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 having a little bit of difficulty with um with your phone there, uh, Jason. Oh. Uh, Bob, uh, do you think? How do you think Trudeau will do with a, an election campaign over Zoom?
3: Well, look, you know, he's been zooming like anybody else has for the last seven or eight months. I think he's better in person. Uh, I think he would uh, do fine. Um, and um, uh, but. Uh, uh, you know, I I always think it's better to have the keys to the car and not uh, have an election. When you have the keys to the car, it's better to keep them and not have an election. So that's what I'm hoping for today is uh, is no election. Well,
1: um, why do you think it's better? if If all the numbers show that they would likely come back with a majority, why is it better to stay where they are?
3: Well, I'm not sure you would come back with a majority, number one, because the block is very strong, you know, continues to be strong in Quebec. You've pretty much maxed out in the Atlantic provinces. And in Ontario, there might be a few pickups in Ontario that you can do. Uh, there's a few places where you could pick up seats in uh, urban Western Canada, uh, in Winnipeg, potentially in Edmonton. Um, I think they're pretty much maxed in British Columbia, maybe a couple of seats there. So, you know, I, I think it's tough to get to a majority. I think if if we did have an election, we would likely have a pretty similar outcome that we see here today, which means we will have wasted whatever it costs, $350 million to be right back at uh, ground zero during a pandemic. And that's not smart.
1: Jason, do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, um, I do. I, I, think, I think the Liberals have the most to gain from an election. I will say that. Um, I just, I think... I feel like, and we're seeing this out in B.C., you, you were the question uh, about, earlier about whether or not voters would punish Mr. Trudeau. And I, I think there's so much sort of flotsam going back and forth that they wouldn't really punish him. I mean, Mr. Mr. Uh, Horgan, it appears is going to come back with a, with a return with a, a majority government. Out in BC, he essentially broke his word, broke a deal, broke a contract, and called an election in the middle of a campaign, in the middle of the pandemic, for no reason at all, with, under the most specious of circumstances, and is probably going to win uh, going away. And so, I, I think you know, Mr. Trudeau uh, at least has the the fig leaf of something here. So, I think that the the Liberals probably think that they're they're going to do 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 better, or at least as well. I think Bob's got right on the map in terms of. I think they think they would win a minority. Like that's what the liberals are telling themselves. Just, you know, FYI up on Ottawa right now, the liberals are saying we'd probably get another year or two and and we'd win a minority, probably very similar to the one that we've got now, which is I think what Bob's reporting. So it'd be a waste of time. It'd be a waste of money. And the other thing is, you know, we we would lose eight weeks of government. Government now, sometimes that's a good thing, but in a, it, sometimes you have to. The government has to react pretty quickly in this pandemic, and I don't think it's probably a great time to uh, be focusing on this for sure.
1: And uh, so, Bob Jason agrees with your math, and and would there be any um, ramifications or anything to pay again if there's an election and it comes back with the same result?
3: Well, you know, if it comes back with the same results, uh, I told you so, and sort of move on, Um, I the opposition will be chastened, if that's the case. Um, You know, it may actually, in a weird way, strengthen Mr. O'Toole's hand and put some of the adults in charge in the the Conservative Party, um, so that, you know, we see less of this sort of overheated, ridiculous rhetoric that, you know, helps promote, uh, you know, provoke things like this. So uh, so that that may be one of the weird outcomes of this. It may strengthen uh, Mr. O'Toole's hand internally in his party. Yeah,
2: there's the point that I, I was going to make a similar point, Bob, and if you'll let me, Libby, I just want to say quickly, um, I think this could backfire on the Liberals long term because, you know, Mr. O'Toole won't be expected to win this campaign if there were one this the, in these next few weeks and he would definitely get a second chance to, to 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 run again and giving him a test run with low expectations is probably one of the worst things that the liberals could do long term but it's one of the best things that Mr Trudeau could do for his for his own stuff so you know when you think about who's going to be running the liberal party probably into the next election after this one it's, it's Ms Freeland or or somebody else and and giving Mr O'Toole a consequence consequence free sort of track you know, trial run. I got to tell you, your first election is very, very, very difficult. Tell that to Mr. McGinty or Mr. Harper or you know, and it's very difficult and um giving him a trial run with con- without consequences might be a long term mistake on
1: their part
3: and, and uh, the, final- uh, the last time we the, the last time we gave somebody a trial run, it was a guy co- uh, called called uh, Mike Harris. And I've got the beating out uh, stripe to prove it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, uh, final question. Um, what happens to the NDP and Jugmeet Singh in this? Uh, is, is he punished for propping up the minority government? Uh, is he rewarded for it? What happens to him? I think he's fine.
3: I think he looks a bit like, uh, strangely enough, an adult in the room. Uh, I think he has uh, positioned himself relatively well. Uh, one of the reasons I don't think there'll be an election is I don't think John Horgan wants there to be an election um, on the eve of uh, B.C.'s vote, because it creates volatility that he doesn't need while he's trying to get a majority. Um, so, you know,
1: I, I think he comes out of this looking fine. And Jason, just uh, in 10 seconds, answer that question, please.
2: Yeah, he's fine. Um He's ambivalent. At some point, at one point, he wanted an election this fall because he thought he got equal time. That's crazy thinking. I think he's fine.
1: Okay, that is all the time we have, and we wait and see what happens this afternoon. Could be a very different thing. We wake up to. In the meantime, thank you so much, Bob Richardson and Jason Leader.
2: Thanks, Libby. See you, Bob. Thanks,
1: Libby. Okay. See you. Bye, bye. And that's all the time we have for today.